Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 22 of the Galaxy CDs, Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan and as always I'm coming to you from the Batcave. In today's episode, we'll have a quick reselling news update. We'll have the normal Galaxy CDs, Rocks business update. And I just wanted to take a few minutes. This is going to be a fairly short podcast. It's the holiday week. I'm kind of cutting myself some slack on some things, as you'll hear when we get into the business recap. But I just wanted to take a few moments to talk real quickly about things I am thankful for. So for starters, in terms of just the reselling community, I'm thankful that this community exists, that as someone coming into this from the outside a little over a year ago, there were so many people through podcasts or YouTube channels or just even interpersonal interactions that were willing to help me get started in some way. Even you know, if it's indirectly, a guy that makes a YouTube video like this, I'm not targeting a specific person out there, but making this kind of content available just generally for other people to consume, I think is incredibly valuable and welcoming for new resellers. I know on some social media sites, you might feel like this community is not always so welcoming. Uh, you see a lot of posts on Facebook where people ask questions and end up getting attacked by other resellers. I don't think those folks are necessarily representative of the wider world of resellers. Most people that I've run into in this business seem to be really more than willing to help, more than willing to answer questions. And to all of those folks, <laughs> I want to say thank you. Uh, your help as I was getting started, was invaluable. Same thing really with the YouTube and the podcast community. I can't say enough about how much I've learned about this process and how thankful I am that there are people out there that make content that answer specific questions about how to do these sorts of things. It's really amazing the amount that you can learn just by doing a YouTube search and finding videos from people discussing what cameras to use or what equipment to use for the podcast or how to do this technique. I mean, it's really, it's a remarkable time to be alive, to be honest. <laughs> uh, in a much broader sense, I'm thankful for all my friends and family, most of whom probably don't watch this or listen to this podcast, but I love you all anyway. <laughs> um, and many of whom, most of whom I have not been able to see in a long, long time, especially for the last couple of weeks. I didn't say anything about this leading up to now, but I was exposed to COVID-19 a couple of weeks ago, and I did not go get tested. I never exhibited any symptoms, but I did essentially lock myself down for the last two weeks. I've been here in the man cave <laughs> uh, working through my eBay stuff and hoping to not get sick. And either I'm an asymptomatic carrier or I dodged a bullet and didn't get it. But for the last two weeks, I've pretty much been confined to the homestead here. So for anyone in my world that I missed, not that I've been seeing a lot of people anyway, I've been trying to stay reasonably safe. Um, but I've been pretty much MIA for the last couple of weeks other than this. So hopefully this next week, my, my lockdown quarantine period ended the day after Thanksgiving. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I didn't get sick, whether I got the the virus or not, um, if I did, I didn't get ill from it. So knock wood, um, but I dodged a bullet there. So 
I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I appreciate all of you that come and share a little bit of your time with me twice a week on this channel. And those of you who have invited me on your own channels, Mo over at Reseller Niche, who I've, I've been with now twice. Uh, we did a live the day before Thanksgiving that was a lot of fun. And to Chris, the casual flipper up in Canada, had a really nice interview with him. I'll link to those in the show notes and the description below. But again, I just wanted to spend just a couple of moments here. This is, like I said, going to be a fairly short episode, but I wanted to say thank you to everyone in the community for their support of each other and their friendship. It is a truly remarkable thing. So with that, we're going to take a quick sponsor break for the podcast listeners, and we will be right back. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you want to do me a solid, please leave me a review. That would be awesome. If you're listening anywhere else, there's a link in the show notes to my Podchaser page where you can also go and leave a review. Be sure to check me out on YouTube at Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips and follow me on Instagram at Galaxy CDs Rocks. Thanks again. News updates. All right, let's get into some reselling news. Man, there's not a ton this week. Uh, like I said in the intro, pretty slow week on the news front. There was a little bit of stock news, but I'm just, I'm not in the mood to talk about stocks today. <laughs> uh, the big news really in the world of reselling came from across the pond where Europe and the UK got a dose of uh, PlayStation 5 reseller madness this week. Business Insider has a big article and there were several others. As always, I will link to these in the show notes and the description below. Uh, Business Insider reports one reseller group snagged nearly 3,500 PlayStation 5 consoles, and the resale market might be the only place to score one after it's sold out everywhere online. Uh, the PS5 launched this week in Europe and the United Kingdom, and customers encountered many of the same issues that they faced in the United States. The consoles sold out near instantly at most retailers. Uh, a robust, that's a kind word, <laughs> uh, resale market for the coveted new game console is at least partially to blame. And that market is dominated by groups that work collectively and use bots to buy up as much stock as possible. The manager of one such group told Business Insider that his group is responsible for thousands of PlayStation 5 purchases headed for resale. Quote, you have to put the work in. Otherwise, you literally don't stand a chance, he said. Resellers boasting dozens of PS5 consoles have popped up on eBay, StockX, and Instagram, and they appear to have used the same type of retail-busting software that sneaker resellers use. We've talked about this a couple times. I did a podcast. It's been probably over a month ago on is reselling ethical? And one of the things discussed in there was the sneaker resale market where when a new sneaker comes out, these resellers with the bots and all the technology jump in line in front of the actual humans trying to buy these shoes. Uh, and that has now found its way to the, uh, the console market. Luckily, consoles only come out once every five to seven years. So you don't hear about it, obviously, nearly as much as you would with sneakers. Uh, but this has been a real, real big issue in the technology industry. Uh, a lot of the tech, CNET and places like that, talking about this issue. So. Uh, one woman 
commented to the Financial Times in London, quote, overall, I feel like it would be easier to get one of Willy Wonka's golden tickets. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, the article goes on. Meanwhile, on the popular chat app Discord, reseller groups with thousands of members were organizing to buy as many PlayStation 5 consoles as possible. One manager of a, a group of resellers commented, our collective total number is 2,472 PS5 consoles across all our members. He added that just under 1,000 PlayStation console pre-orders had also been gotten back in September. So that gave them nearly 3,500 consoles to sell amongst all of their individual members. How were they so successful, the article asked. The manager from a site called Crep Chief Notify said, quote, we knew where to go before they announced it. So this group has um, about 12 people, according to this article, on staff, and they do charge a subscription fee to their reseller members to give them a, a variety of different information and services, but this obviously is one of the big ones. Um, when the pandemic got started, one of their tasks was to develop some software to help them find and identify hot selling product before other people could get it. What they did was wrote some code that monitors other sites and as soon as that site pings that they have inventory for a particular item in stock, a notification goes out to all of their members that item X is available at site Y, and then those individual folks activate their bots to go in and snap everything up. So it's a pretty sophisticated setup that they've got running and obviously highly effective. Um, they were watching all sites, and as soon as they dropped stocks, the, the bots kicked in. And it, he said it almost 100% guarantee that you would get at least one unit from this thing. So pretty impressive. Uh, the, the site goes on to say the bots were at least partially responsible for repeatedly crashing Walmart's website when PS5 stock had been replenished and that they are partially responsible for the shortage of the goods. So again, like we talked about in previous podcasts, I'm not totally sure how I feel about this. Um, I'm all about, you know, trying to have some kind of edge, but this probably blurs the line for whether or not it's ethical. Moving on, there's an article in The Verge, Amazon defeats eBay lawsuit over seller poaching. So eBay has actually filed two lawsuits against Amazon, one in 2018 and another in 2019. The complaints allege that Amazon employees signed up for eBay accounts under false pretenses and then used eBay's internal messaging system to try to recruit sellers to leave eBay and go to Amazon. In both cases, eBay was successful in convincing an arbitration panel that there was a breach of its user contract. However, eBay could not prove that it suffered a financial harm as a result, and according to documents filed with the Superior Court of Santa Clara and a California District Court, the arbitration panel has ruled in favor of Amazon with that being the case. So essentially, these representatives of Amazon were able to sign up and in contravention of the terms of service on eBay, recruit sellers to come to Amazon 
But because even though they broke the rules, there's not going to be a penalty because eBay was unable to prove that there was actual financial harm to their business because of it. So this whole thing has got to go to a court who has the final say on the arbitration, but it's likely that they will approve this finding and that will be the end result. It's a big win for Amazon. Amazon, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, is facing any number of other issues. They are the subject of a potential antitrust probe in Europe. They face uh, growing problems in the United States where some groups are seeking to regulate Amazon more strictly, especially due to their treatment and competition with their third-party sellers. So Amazon's fighting on some fronts. You know, Jeff Bezos may be the richest guy in the world, but his plate is not empty. <laughs> uh, they've they got some battles they're fighting, but this one at least is behind them. Lastly, and you've probably seen this already, I think eBay sent messages to everyone and it's all over your seller hub if you're on there at all. But eBay this week announced a partnership with a group called Hello Alice to offer what they call up and running grants to eBay sellers. There will be a total of 50 that made it, are going to be made available, a total of $500,000, so 50 $10,000 grants. The grant, as I understand it, is going to be $8,000 in cash and $2,000 in eBay credits. This all goes back to how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected resellers and small businesses in general, particularly those who had a retail storefront that was closed due to lockdown once and maybe again coming up and has tried to transition in some way to eBay. These grants are really geared towards those kind of folks and providing them with a pathway to survivability and growth. Um, to quote the eBay site, the up and running grants program is focused on ensuring today's small businesses are here tomorrow by committing more than half a million dollars in funding and education resources for existing business sellers to secure their future in 2021 and beyond. Uh, small businesses are the backbone of eBay, as well as the engine of jobs, progress, and prosperity for communities across the U.S. This program comes at a time when small businesses need investment and empowerment most, said Jordan Sweetnam, the uh, GM and senior VP of eBay North America. The program, like I said, is in conjunction with a group called Hello Alice. They are an organization dedicated to connecting diverse small business owners nationwide with resources, opportunities, and each other. All applicants will be invited to join their online community. It's more than an invitation. You essentially have to sign up <laughs> in order to complete the grant application. Um, but it's a it's an interesting community. They offer peer-to-peer uh, -peer networking. They have their own internal kind of COVID-19 selling and small business resource packet. Uh, they have learning opportunities. So there's a ton of stuff there. It was It's a really pretty interesting organization I'd not heard of prior to this. So the application process itself opened on November 23rd, and it runs through Friday, December 11th. It's a pretty straightforward process. Um, I've already applied. I don't really expect to get the money, but if I did, that would be great. The, but the application process is pretty straightforward. It maybe is a dozen questions or so. You don't have to submit like a detailed business plan. They're going to ask you, you know, what was your business like before? What is it like now? What are you going to do in the future? What would you do 
if you were the winner of one of these grants, um, the basically what I said was, I'd like to move out of the house with my stuff and get a warehouse space. I've actually been kind of half looking into that anyway. This grant would allow me to make that expenditure to buy the fixtures and everything I would need to outfit a space. So that was kind of my, when I submitted my application, that's the path that I took. Um, if you haven't applied, go check it out. Again, like I said, I'll link to all this below, or you can go to ebay.helloalice.com. You can learn more, and that's where the actual application is as well. So go check that out. Really interesting setup. Half a million dollars, 50 sellers will win $10,000 grants. So very, very cool. So speaking of business, this isn't a grant. This is what I actually earned for the week. (laughs) Um, I gave myself kind of a break this week with it being the holiday week. Normally my Saturday, Sunday listing goal is 10 per day, just enough to kind of keep the algorithm going. I gave myself that same goal for Thanksgiving since it was my last day of self-quarantine and it was the holiday I did 10 listings and I fooled around with some other stuff and I ate some frozen pizza (laughs) Uh, because this guy knows how to party. So that was my Thanksgiving, but I didn't spend all day doing listings. So for the week, I set a goal of 150 listings and that's what I was able to achieve. So I was reasonably happy with how that went. Sales for the week, as we talked about in this space last week, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, this weekend, Last year for me was not any big deal. For a lot of resellers, it'll be a similar experience. It depends on what you're selling. I don't necessarily have a ton of stuff that is new and giftable. I've got some really cool old antique books and stuff like that that people might give, but nothing that's going to be particularly out of the ordinary that would cause a big spike for an event like Black Friday. So I wasn't, I was surprised at how the week broke down by day, but I wasn't surprised at the end what the numbers ended up looking like. So Saturday night into Sunday was really strong, as I mentioned last week. Monday, a little less so. Tuesday, a lot less so. Wednesday was a deadsville. It was terrible. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, actually was surprisingly good. And then it kind of ratcheted up a little bit over the weekend, but nothing fantastic. It essentially, at the end of the week, was a normal week. So sales, 13.08 and 39 cents. So right on target for what it's been doing pretty consistently for about the last six months. Cost of goods sold for the week, just 41.45, which left my gross profit percentage at a fairly tidy 96.83%, Operating expenses for the week totaled 5.80. 52. They were a little bit high for the week. I had to order again, thank you slash business cards. I needed new toner for a laser printer that I use for packing slips, invoices, and other documents. So I had some extraordinary expenses this week, not a ton. It was 80 odd dollars. So otherwise this would have been right in line with kind of a normal week. That left my net profit for the week at 52 So as always, the target is 50%. I'm hearing from a lot of other resellers that that's kind of the number they shoot for as well. A lot of us get there in different ways. A lot of folks sell 
big items that bring a lot of cash, but maybe a little less margin. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat. So <laughs> uh, for the week, total profit was net profit. So before taxes, but after everything else, 686.42. So not quite the $100 a day net that I'm looking for, but it was within shouting distance of that. So we'll take it. With that, I said this was going to be a short one for the holiday. I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope your business is going well. Let me know in the comments what's going on with your business. And for my man, Francisco, who pointed out that I missed this on Wednesday's YouTube video. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you again next time.